Hello everyone and welcome to an all new Deep Cuts Live. This is the last Deep Cuts for March. We have a very, we've had a very busy March. I can barely speak at this point. So I'm excited to um, get to today's special show. Um, today's a special guest. We have someone that I've known again for a while, but he's never been on Deep Cuts before. Um, so it'll be a fun little conversation. It's gonna be Pedro Gomez. Um, many of you know him from Drew Estate, and we're going to learn a lot more about Pedro and also a lot about what is going on in the world of Drew Estate, because it's been a while since we've had anyone from Drew Estate on the show. And then if you watch towards the end, we're going to be actually be talking about a little giveaway that we're doing on Instagram. So you'll want to stay tuned until the very end, because I'll tell you how to enter and uh, win some Drew Estate swag. So let's bring on our guests. Pedro. <laughs> hey, how you doing, brother? I'm good. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> it has I... been a couple weeks since we saw I each think... other in Las Vegas, right? Yeah, and, and you've been on the go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the loose. <laughs> yes, yes. I was, it was funny because a couple weeks ago, I know that you, you unfortunately had your Instagram account hacked. Yes, that was <laughs> and I remember I was one of the people who got the message and I was just like, first of all, I looked at the time, I always look at timestamps. So the message that <laughs> came from the person who packed your account came to me at like three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. like, why is Pedro up at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> and why is he thinking about me at this at this time of night? I was like, I thought it was like very strange. Yes. And then the conversation went on just for people who <laughs> might get messages from your friends because it's a big Instagram thing right now. So this oh. hacker came into your account and they were like, I, I guess they could see your messages, so they were able to mimic how you usually speak to people, which is really mm -hmm. great. And then they were like, hey, I'm trying to get verified. And I was like, yes. oh, okay. I was like, that's cool. And they're like, Not good. Instagram needs to get some verification stuff going. And they sent this mess, and they're like, so I'm going to say, you're going to get a message for Instagram. All you got to do is take a picture of it. Don't click the link. And I was like, what's going on? I, at yes. first, I was like, uh, I was like, this is very strange. And I was like, I don't want to hurt Pedro's feelings, but I don't think <laughs> I'm going like, to do this stuff. And then and I got the message and I was like, okay, I was like, I think he's got hacked because obviously um, if I send this person this message, they're going to get access to my account. <laughs> so yes. I was glad to see that you actually got your account back because that's miraculous because not everybody is so fortunate. Yes. No, no, no. It was a misfortune, my friend. And, you know, there is a lot of things that are going on in your daily life. And sometimes we don't pay attention to the little details. Yes. And the details was, that's where the devil is. Uh -huh. So, but I was very lucky. Of course, you know, you have to be persistent. You have to, I mean, trying to read as much as you can, watch different tutorial videos on YouTube. So, but thank God we got it back and we are back in the game. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I'm, thank you for coming on today I, when I putting together my magical guest list for for 2022 you were definitely one of those people because i i, I think when when you were at maybe it was it had to go back to like ipcpr 2019 i think it's the last time george state maybe was there yes. and i remember i was kicking around the idea of doing a, a podcast and i was i remember i said hey you should be on the podcast and i never came around to doing it until right. pandemic because obviously you had I had ample time on my hands during the pandemic, <laughs> not going anywhere. So I was like, this is the best time to do it. So um, 
Yes, actually, that was a good time to connect with a lot of people in the in the virtual world. Mm -hmm. So for us, you know, doing all those uh, virtual events, we had the opportunity to uh, reach, which humanly will be impossible, to reach people from all different angles in the cigar industry, people that are located in different parts of the country. So it's good that we're coming back. You know, we are doing our events and we have the opportunity to meet those people that we have met in the past through our virtual virtual events. Yeah, but, you know, Drew Estate was, our, was probably one of the best companies that were, like, equipped for the whole virtual shift that had to happen in 2020 and 2021. Like, you all were able to get things going really quickly with the Freestyle Live events. And I was happy that you all have actually kept some of that going here. Yes. It is 2022, and you're still doing, maybe not as many, but you're still keeping it going. Right. And you have the... um. Frankie has his own show that just celebrated the 100th That's episode. Right. 100 episodes. <laughs> exactly. So I'm hoping to get there this year, too. So, I mean, that's a, a pretty big deal. So you it's all a big deal. embrace the virtual thing. And I'm glad, like I said, that you are still doing it just because everybody can't get out to um, an in-person event. Mm -hmm. It's not always local. I know, like, my local, local tobacconist probably is... Havana Fields in, in Greensboro, North Carolina, which mm -hmm. is our drive. <laughs> so again, <laughs> it's not like just around the corner. Um, and right. uh, I think the virtual stuff is still very important. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and, you, you, and you will stay forever. So literally. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you for, uh, if you follow what's going on with the trend in the different industries, people that have the bless, because, you know, having a job is a bless, the bless to work from home, and to literally operate everything, like just being in the office, is it, it's, it's just it's just great, you know. Exactly. So, for for those of you who are watching or listening who are unfamiliar with deep cuts, what we usually do is we start off with a little bit of a chat with our guests to learn more about them, and then we transition to talking about what's going on with, within the company they work for, and there's a lot going on with your estate. <laughs> so we have. Plenty to talk about, about the Drew Estate part, but I don't want to skip over the part about getting to know you, Pedro, and having people oh, yeah. know a lot more about you. Because, again, you're you're a pretty important figure within the Drew Estate world, and you've been there for a long time. And I want people to get to know who you are before we start talking about the business of Drew Estate. Right. <laughs> so, well, Antoine, it, for me, it's a privilege to be at your show. I have seen... Uh, many of your shows and the guests that you have brought in and it is amazing man I, I feel honored to be here with you today so thank you so very much oh no thank you for coming on like i said i'm always like worried about asking people to come on like they're gonna like what's deep cuts and stuff like that <laughs> but um you know i see we have one will from uh <laughs> will Mofolk. he's in north carolina brother I, just, I don't know how far you guys are from each other but I was recently in North Carolina and South Carolina as well. That was like three weeks ago. So we were doing events with Will, Will, the troublemaker at Drew State. <laughs> so I hope that you're doing good, brother. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Everybody that is tuning in with, with us today, I want to thank everybody uh, that is tuning in Big Cups. Uh, Antoine, thank you so very much for having me. Yes. So come back to your question. 
I'm from Esteli, Nicaragua. I was born and raised in Esteli. Uh, before I was in the cigar industry, I was a saddle maker. So I was making saddle for horses, and that's how I could uh, not just make a living, my friend. That's how I could survive. And, you know, when you know those struggles, it shaped the way that you think because who you are is based on your own experience. So I went to work, and at the same time I was going to school. I was attending to one of the the only, well, one of the few public uh, high schools in Esteli. So I finished high school. I didn't have nowhere to go, but thank God. Uh, uh, somebody came with this opportunity, which was an application form for me to apply uh, with a full scholarship program. The scholarship program was uh, found by the United States government, and it was managed by Georgetown University. So I applied to the scholarship, and I was just praying, my friend, praying to God that I would get the opportunity. 300 students around the country applied for the same opportunity, and only two got the chance. So the program sent me to Iowa. So I was living in the Quad Cities. And the major that I, that I applied for, it was international commerce. When I came here, I didn't know the language. So I still working on my English. Sometimes people confuse myself with Tony Montana because of the accent, you know. <laughs> but I will tell you that life is, is what you're made of. And, and I'm a very grateful person. I believe that at least everybody, I, I mean, everybody has at least one opportunity in their life. And it's up to you finding something that you could have passion and love for it. So when I finished school, uh, I graduated and everything. And part of the rule is that you have to come back to your country. So I went back to Esteli and I was looking for a job because I was determined not to go back to the saddle shop. I mean, after I spent, you know, like maybe almost nine years making saddles. So I was like, well, you know, it's time for, you know, praying to God that I will get an opportunity in any cigar factory. So I went to all of them. Unfortunately, the boss wasn't was in the office. Or probably the boss wasn't a treat. Or nobody was around. Or they were not hiring at that point, you know. But my last hope was to go to this... Uh, the Gringo Cigar Factory. That's what we call Drew Estate. <laughs> Back in Italy. Uh, so I went there and thank God, you know, uh, they said to me, hey, I remember that in the interview I had, uh, Manuel Rubio, who is the operational manager. I got so much respect for Manuel. He has been with Drew Estate since day one. And, and also had the opportunity to, be, to interview with uh, Nicolas Melillo, the owner of Foundation Cigars. So he said to me, hey, bro, you know, I love your resume, and, but we don't have nothing for you. But if you want to come, come tomorrow. So I was like, absolutely, man. I mean, if you give me the opportunity, I'm going to run with it. So um, I show up the next day with a, with a pen and a notebook because the cigar world or the tobacco world is a whole different school. It doesn't matter what you know, what you went to school for. There's a whole different uh set of thinking, you know, if you want to call it. It's a whole different way how things operate because you're talking about a 
a craftsmanship product made by hand. So there is a lot of things that goes behind cigars. And so the, 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 the first few months, it was a little, you know, like to me, it was like nothing because before I was uh, be, uh, banging leathers, you know, under the sun, sweating like an animal. <laughs> and then I was just happened to be working in a cigar factory. I was I was loving it. Everything that they were asking me to do, which is at some point the people were calling me Pedro Cake, Pedro Ice Cream because <laughs> somebody's birthday. Yeah, so I asked Pedro to go and get the cake. <laughs> so, and I was happily doing it. And I remember that uh, my co-workers back in that time in the factory, they said to me, hey, Pedro, what are you doing here, man? You know, you got a certificate from the United States, bro. You, you should be working for the bank. I was like, no, man, I think that this should be opportunity here. And I'm here to take it. So I'm going to do my best and hopefully... I can go at those opportunities. And then the opportunities start to come little by little. After a year, they give me the opportunity to be the operation manager assistant. Then a year and a half after, they give me the opportunity to be the director of cigar safari. Then three years after, they gave me the opportunity to be the director of international sales. Before I took that position, I didn't know how to sell a cigar. I knew how to give a tour at the factory. So Jonathan Drew, which is the person that I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart, you know, that was the person that really changed not just my life, uh, my family, you know, uh, people that have been helping along the ways. So Jonathan has been, you know, like my mentor to me. And so he offered me the opportunity and he said, hey, don't worry, we're going to send you to Miami. Uh, you're going to get a sales training. And after that, I'm very sure that you're going to be ready. And I was like... Okay, <laughs> so I came here and and I was, you know, I was learning how to pitch, uh, present, that would be the right word to say, present a cigar. And what's the difference between this and this and blah, 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 and the whole night yards, you know. So I got the opportunity to, he's no longer with us nowadays. Uh, his name is Dave Sader. By the way, he lives in North Carolina nowadays. So okay. he trained me and everything. So after two weeks, they say, well, you're ready for the job. And, and, and yeah, we're happy to, for you to run the, the international sales. At that time, we didn't have nobody to do the international sales for Drew State. We were just concentrating energies, resort, and production, cigar production to the United States market. So I, did, I was running the international sales for three years. I opened new uh, distribution accounts in different countries, countries like Germany, um, Italy, England, all like seven different places. Nowadays, Ruestay have been growing, you know, and thank God that we can sell uh, our products in different countries. As far as I know, based on the data that our international sales manager gave me the other day, we are selling Ruestay cigar in 58 countries. Wow. So it's very good, man. It has been a beautiful journey at Ruestay. 2013, Jonathan offered me the opportunity to come and work here in the United States. So uh, they moved me from Esteli, Nicaragua. At that time, I was running the international sales. Before, they, they moved me here, and I was running the cigar safari tours. Mm -hmm. uh, so when they brought me here, I was still doing the tours. So I was six months straight based out of Esteli, Nicaragua. And the other six months, I was 
all over the country doing cigar events and stuff like that until the president of Drew Estate, well, the CEO of Drew Estate back in that time, he said, hey, you know, you're very good doing the tours and you are good doing cigar events. You push sales and and we need you here. So you better train somebody back home because we need you here. So you're going to be staying the whole 12 months. And I took the opportunity and, and, and basically, you know, from that point on, I have been just traveling and traveling everywhere. I don't take the days as Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I take the time by trips. <laughs> so I yeah. say, hey, this month I'm going to be doing three trips or maybe four trips. And and basically, you know, it's about uh, taking the opportunity. You know, I love what I do. Uh, I'm so grateful. And I know that God has been the only one that make things happen. And and it's so nice, man. So I'm, it's so beautiful to see not just how how you can bring to the companies also the good positive changes that you can bring to other people especially when you offer them opportunities mm -hmm. back i mean where i'm from antoine uh nicaragua is a beautiful country a country with beautiful people people with people that have big hearts hard-working people unfortunately you know uh there are not too many opportunities if you really put your mind into it Obviously, the country that offers all those opportunities is the United States. But it doesn't mean that wherever you are in the world, doesn't mean that you cannot make a difference because you can make a difference as long as you keep a positive mindset. It doesn't matter how, how, how hard it gets. It's about how you can embrace, how you can adapt yourself and how you can move forward. It doesn't matter where you move. As long as you're moving forward, you are moving, you know. So from that point on, I was traveling everything until 2020. That's when COVID-19 said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> and we started to just working from home, just from this little desk right here in my living room. I was going places, bro. I was like doing three cigar events in a single night almost every day. So I was doing an event in L.A. right after maybe one minute, maybe 30 seconds. Boom, I was doing another event in New York City. Then after New York City, then to Dallas. So, but it was so good how Drew Estate pivot mm -hmm. and still show the culture, still brought that experience. And, and I think it was an opportunity. One thing that I have known for sure is that from every crisis, there is an opportunity. Everything is about how open your mind is to see it. And then you, you as, as, the, as the time goes by, you you start you kind of figure out what you're going to do. Nowadays, uh, at Drew Day, we can showcase or introduce or launch our product the day that we want. Back in the days, it was just based on the literature, which we have a lot of love. Don't take me wrong. When it comes to TPE, which is the show that Drew Estate is 100% in, uh, the show that you guys throw in Las Vegas, it is amazing. And I would like to take the opportunity to invite retailers. And I'm very sure that you also you guys take uh, people that come associated with retailers and stuff like that to come and attend the show because it's a beautiful show. This year has been a lot of cigar manufacturers. I saw a lot of retailers. 
and the deals that we throw there is amazing. So mind blowing. So it's a perfect. It's also a perfect timing for retailers as well and for cigar manufacturers because it's at the beginning of the year, and it's amazing. So, but come back to the virtual topic. We have the opportunity to not just create a virtual experience for cigar smokers up there, but it also gave us the priceless opportunity, which is rich people and channel the message. Right there, you can have, as the business model say, business to consumers, which nowadays you can see it in different companies, you know, companies like Apple, that they sell directly to the end consumers. Companies like Nike, that they sell those Jordan shoes directly by just going to the website. That's a, 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 a pivot. The business are doing it. And I mean, when it comes to the real estate, we are not afraid to change this. I don't know if you know, as uh, in February, we did the Freestyle Life, which is a beautiful, beautiful show that we do right here at Drew State. It's a Facebook Live show. And we were, somebody won a Bitcoin. <laughs> Certain things that we do that it makes Drew State what Drew State is all about. So nowadays I am in the marketing department. Uh, I work with Jonathan and we have a very good team where we have the consumer engagement, all that beautiful swag that some people are going to win tonight has been so designed and everything at the marketing department. We have our uh, brand managers. Uh, we also have our customer relationship, customer service department as well, our digital social media. And of course, we got Jonathan Drew, the mastermind of Drew Estate. And, you know, it is a company that Drew Estate is always moving forward, always looking for new things to do, always pursuing that special tobacco, that rare tobacco, that some, some cigar manufacturer probably are not going to think of to put in a premium cigar. But we have cigar for everybody, not just uh price wise but we got most importantly flavor wise when it comes to traditional cigars like liga privada underground tang underground herrera esteli infused cigars like acid cigars tabaco especial non-traditional cigars like deadwood uh papi van wilkin <laughs> kentucky fire cure so in, when it comes to price because you know as much as we love cigars antoine I mean, we smoke what we can afford. There are some special cigars that we keep it for a special occasion, which to me, every day could be a special occasion, you know? But you got other like budget cigars that we also have that, like factory smokes, a really amazing cigar that is good for the money. And, and you know, products that you can bring to, uh, to the market and hopefully, uh, if the cigar is acceptable to the end consumer, this cigar brand is going to live. Because, you know, you cover the, uh, the cigar media, Antoine, and you see how many cigar brands come to the market. How many? I mean, probably that's a good question that I have for you, Antoine. How many cigar brands come to the market every year? Uh, I don't know every year. I just know, I know from the media standpoint, so based on press releases, <laughs> mm -hmm. you might get a whole bunch during the summer months because of the PTA trade show. Right. Um, and you, now you kind of get a few more at the beginning 
of the year because of the TP trade show. Um, right. But I know it's slowed down slightly just because of the, all the FDA regulations, but mm -hmm. there's still a lot of, I guess what you could still consider to be new products coming out to the market in terms of premium cigars, despite the regulations. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And the other question that I have for you is this, based on the amount of new premium cigar brands that come to the market, what is the, uh, the time window for those brands to stay, let's say, in the retail shelf? And how many of those really became established brands? I think it's different now. I think because like when you say established brands, like I think in this conversation, I think Acid and Undercrown and Liga Privada, um, I think it'll be kind of hard right now for a new company to come into the market and create an established brand because the market has shifted to like this limited edition type of mentality where you get it now because it might not be on the market next year. It might not be on the market next week. You know, we're mm -hmm. going to go through all of our inventory and, and that's it. So yes. it's a completely different market than what it was probably when you first got into the industry. And when I first got into the industry, right. it's like, which is, Yes. And, and you know, I 100% agree with you. And that's a business approach, which is very difficult because you are chasing that those dollars, you know? Right. When a brand comes into the market and it, uh, and it has its own roots and, he, uh, and it has its own followers, the people that love that brand, depending what it is, you know, you, as long as the factory keeps the quality and the consistency as it should you know mm -hmm. customers are always going to come coming with the limited edition yes it sounds uh it, it's a difficult it's a it's a it could be a hassle every day you know and but at the same time you know companies have different approach and that's why you see the cigar industry that have different uh cigar brands and, and it's, just, it's a beautiful industry i would say that out of all the industry without Please, I mean, the, your audience, I hope that they don't take me wrong. Every industry is unique. Uh, but in the cigar industry, one thing that I, I have always seen is that when you see these people retiring, they always come back. <laughs> they always come back because the community, the cigar community is a beautiful community. You know, I'm not saying this because I work in the cigar industry. I'm saying this because I can, uh, from my own experience, I have seen this not just in the manufacturing level, but also here in the market as well. When you go to those events and, and amazing to meet different type of people that have comes from different walks of life that have different backgrounds, but a cigar makes everybody equal. And that's, that's probably one, uh, one principle that everybody should apply in life. Here's what, to go off of your comment about the the nature of established brands one thing i think drew state does very well is when you all introduce something it kind of you all know how to promote it and i think there's some companies that kind of struggle with that like they'll come out a press release will come out you'll get a whole 24 hours of pretty good you know traction on, in all the media websites and blogs and so on and so forth and now yeah this new product's going to come out and then it's like weeks of silence until that product comes out. And then it comes out 
and then the company will post like an Instagram picture of the products that go find us in your store. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all you really hear about it. Like you don't hear the story behind the brand. You don't hear anybody's really talking about the brand anymore. And I think your estate does well. Thank you. Like you all may release something and yeah, it may not immediately come out like right after you, a press release comes out about it, mm-hmm. but you're likely to still hear about that release a year later or, right. you know, or a couple months later. And you have different ways, which I guess is a good way to kind of tee off conversations about Barn Smoker. Mm-hmm. It's an event, it's multiple events within this one old program, different experiences. Right. And you find a way to promote these different brands that you all have and educate the consumer about these different brands and the and how these different regions of the US and you know all contribute to these things. That's right. Bit oh, about, yes. Uh-huh. A little bit about Barn Smoker, because I know from speaking to Jonathan Drew that Barn Smoker is a pretty big part of what Drew Estate does. I know you all were really upset years <laughs> 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 of, of having this big program disrupted because of COVID, but that's right. 22. So talk about what Barn Smoker is, how, you know, what's different about it this year and what people should expect if you know when I was I don't say if but when they book their tickets to go to these events this year absolutely Antoine thank you so very much for that question that one is a really good one right there because barn smoker by Drew stay are right around the corner we got uh four different barn smoker there is one that is going to happen in Clearmont Florida so people that are watching us right now Get your calendar, your agenda, and the permission of whoever you need to ask the permission from. <laughs> Just checking me. Uh, Florida is gonna be from May 13 to May 15. You got a uh, Pen- uh, Pennsylvania that is going to be from July 15 to 16. Then you got the Connecticut one, which is going to be from August 12 to the 14. You got the Kentucky, which is going to be from September 30th to October the 1st. And the Savage Feast, which is a new barn smoker. That one is going to be in Dallas, and that's going to be October 20, uh, 22nd. So basically, what is a barn smoker? People say, man, what, the, what is a barn smoker? Well, a barn smoker, that was an idea that Jonathan came out with. That was back in 2014. The first barn smoker was in Kentucky. And the idea behind how barn smoker was born it was because a lot of people want to go to Cigar Safari. A lot of people. I'm talking about retailers and end consumers. When we put those dates available, that thing sells in less than three days. And I'm talking about maybe 30 tours. Every tour lasts for four days and three nights where you go to Esteli, Nicaragua, to the root of Drew Estate, the birthplace of Drew Estate. And we give you the tour at the cigar factory. We also take you t- take the group to the oldest cigar factory in Nicaragua, which is Hoya de Nicaragua. For people that don't know, we are the exclusive distributor for Hoya de Nicaragua in the United States. And it was a relationship that started in 2007, which is, you know, at first, you know, a lot of people doubt that the relationship will last because, you know, a crazy company with a very traditional old company in a respectful way, you know. So people didn't see you know that things will work but till 2020 i mean hoya nicaragua was still doing a great job great 
great brands that comes from Hoya de Nicaragua, like Dos Cientos, Numero Uno, Cuatro Cinco, Cinco Décadas, you know, Hoya Red, Antaño, Antaño City. I mean, amazing brands. So we take them to Hoya de Nicaragua. So, but now, now, now let, me, let me go back to the question because I'm talking too much about Cigar Safari. So the, question, the thing was this, because so many people want to go to Cigar Safari. So Jonathan came out with this idea to brought Cigar Safari experience to the United States, but to have it in a beautiful American tobacco experience. So that means people that are going to Florida in Maine uh, are going to go to a tobacco farm. Over there in the tobacco farm, we're gonna have a beautiful big tent. You know, everybody's gonna have a, a table, chairs. Uh, we're gonna have cigar for warriors. We're gonna have like around a thousand people, and tickets are selling really quick. Where you're gonna have <coughs> retailers and consumers that comes, and you're gonna have Jonathan Drew giving a presentation on the ta at the tobacco barn. You're gonna have. Willie Herrera, who is our master blender of Drew's Day, giving a blending section to the group. You're going to have Jeff Borshuas, who is the owner of that farm, and he is also the owner of Corona Cigars. I'm going to be with him, giving you a presentation on the tobacco fields from the sea to the tobacco field. So it's a beautiful thing, man. Drew's Day provides a very nice, a really good, uh, food, uh, really nice food, great spirit, you know, liquor, bourbon, beers, and everything, you know. We also provide cigars. We also provide them all the cool swag. So we have different tiers when it comes to the ticket. You got the VIP ones that they're going to get everything, the best of the best. And they are also going to get the swag, the cigars that we were supposed to give at the DE25, which was the big party that we couldn't throw last year. So we are bringing the D25 or Drew State 25 anniversary to every single barn smoker. So the people that are up there and you haven't bought the ticket, don't waste your time because tomorrow probably the tickets are going to be gone. And I know that you're going to be, you know, trying to connect with any of us right here at Drew State to get your ticket. But, you know, time doesn't wait. And therefore, you don't have to wait until people tell you how great that experience was. And you don't want to wait and see the picture that people are going to be posting on social media. Life is about experience. And, and, and everything and every experience that you can be part of, that's going to make your life extremely rich. And, and it's going to be a nice experience, yes. And talking about the the savage feast or whatever that that is because that's a completely different event from the other i mean it's still part of the barn smoker but i from what i read it seems like it's going to be a completely different vibe and and just experience from the other barn smokers so just describe that one to people yes so basically that one is going to be a new one and we are doing that the reason why we are doing it because all the barn smoker takes place in the east coast you got pennsylvania you got connecticut you got florida well you got kentucky for the midwest if you want to call it but it still doesn't apply for the love that drew state should show to the people in the west coast so doing that event in dallas is easy for everybody to fly in because dallas airport is huge and the event is going to take place in South Fork uh, Ranch, I think it's called. South Fork Ranch. If you are a fan of Dallas, that's, that's 
I'm saying like Dallas, the TV show for people who are for the uh, the young people who don't know what the Dallas right. the TV show, they are and Sue Ellen and Pam and all that kind of stuff. That's Southport. So I would want to go to that one just just to be in the likes of the Ewing clan. Mm-hmm. Of what? Because this is a big deal. I know when I read the press release, I was like, South Fork. I was like, where do Ewings live and all this other stuff? I was like, I don't really live there, but it's a pretty big deal. So that's right. A really neat place to kind of have a Drew Estate event. But yes. like in the 80s, people who love primetime soaps in the Dallas world, that's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to be. You're going to be drinking, eating, smoking. Mm-hmm. Really good. So as far as I know, in our marketing meetings, we try and, you know, we come out with the idea. Then we start to work in the different details and the different details, the structure and everything. So as far as I know, it's going to have like a medieval thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So like going back in the, uh, I don't know, like 1400s, 1500s, you know, kings and queens, you know, candles, a big pig in the middle of the table, lots of food, you know, great time, great music. So when it comes to us, my friend Drew Stay, we have known, well, Drew, Jonathan Drew have told everybody at Drew Stay, cigars goes hand to hand with experience. If you ask anybody, Antoine, uh, when was their first cigar? They are going to tell you the first cigar, the name, the reason why they have that first cigars, who has that, who they have that cigar with. And maybe what they were drinking, probably the meal that they had before uh, in the place. And right there, it builds an unforgettable, unforgettable experience. So that's what we do at Drew Estate with the barn smokers, with Cigar Safari, with our events that we do. So everybody that is watching this right here in Miami, 305, tomorrow I'm going to have an event at Neptune Cigars. So we're going to be there from 4 to 7. So come to my event and you're going to be able to get the underground 10. The Underground 1020. So, oh, there you guys. There it is. The Underground 1020 plus all the deals, all the swag, and all the beautiful thing and amazing. Good time with us. So, come and hang out. So, that's going to be tomorrow from 7 to 4. I mean, from 4 to 7. I just told this time <laughs> to give a commercial break. But, yeah, man. So, when it comes to Drew Estate, everything is about, you know, the experience. Everything is about building that memory, you know. If the cigar is good, the cigar is going to move, you know. And, of course... At Drew State, we have our own factory. The only thing that Drew State doesn't have is a, a tobacco farm. So what we do, we buy tobacco in huge, humongous quantities from different mm-hmm. tobacco suppliers, not just within Nicaragua. You know, you're talking about Jalapa, Esteli, Condega, Ometepe. Uh, I'm talking about countries like Ecuador, Brazil, Mexico, Dominican Republic, Honduras, the United States, uh, Cameroon, Indonesia. Uh, just here in the United States, we use tobacco from Florida, from Pennsylvania, from Connecticut, from Kentucky, from uh, some places in Louisiana. So at the end of the day, you know, that's how you can see from the amount of tobacco that we use, and not just the amount, the variety of tobacco that we have, the blend that Drew State Factory can put in the market. Then it will be our responsibility. I'm talking about the leadership from Drew State. Uh, I'm talking about the executive team, you know, and talking about the sales department. I'm talking about the marketing department, how we deliver that, pro- that product 
to the market, but most important, how we channel the message to the end consumer. And as uh, I mean, thank God, I mean, we have a very good thing at Drew State Factory. Guys that start off with Drew State since day one. And it is impressive to see, uh, I mean, a company, anybody can go, go and work anywhere, anywhere. As long as the company stay, you know, stay stable, no, you know, doesn't go down, doesn't go up in growth. But when the company is growing aggressively, and the person that they used, the, the person that used to manage, let's say maybe three people, now they are managing fifty people, and more than then they have different supervisors, you know. So how you can adapt to the fast lane and still perform and do your job as in in in, in a and perform your job in a perfect way. Well, nothing in the cigar industry is perfect. We do our best to make a consistency product. And it is amazing to see. So shout out to my people in Esteli, to Drew State Factory, all the guys that work the different department, that runs the different department, and, and my respect and love that, uh, that you guys do for us. And I will tell you why I brought that point. When I'm doing my events, Antoine, and somebody can tell me, hey, you know, I smoke, uh, I only smoke mild cigars. And this, these are the brands that I smoke and I'm so fan of them, I love them. So to me, if the person is open-minded to try something new, I do know that that person is going to love the underground shade. I know that that person is going to love Antonio uh, Cabinera, you know? Mm -hmm. I know that that person is going to love, uh, 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 Antonio Cabinera, sorry, Cabinera by Hoya Nicaragua, Antonio City. Or maybe you, uh, if that person is more into infused cigars, you know, maybe that person is going to love tabacco, especially if he has been, if he already have tried acid cigar and that person have enjoyed acid cigar. So at the end of the day, it's about reading everybody's palate and suggesting something. When when I suggest something from the rooster, I know that it's going to be, it's going to, that, that I know that that person is going to enjoy the cigar. That will be up to the person. Because I can sell this cigar to anybody for the first time. The second time is about if the person comes around and buy the same product. The third time will be if the person suggests that product to another end consumer. And that's how the cigar brands start to get traction in the market. And that's when you start to see those brands, you know, legend, iconic brands like Padron, like Arturo Fuentes, you know. But I have so much respect for them, for everything that they have done for the industry and how they have paved the ways for companies like Drew Estate. Because you're talking about Drew Estate has been in the industry for 26 years, which is uh, relative, I mean, relative speaking, is a very young company, you know, compared to other ones that has been like J.C. Newman, you know, uh, more than 100 years. And it is impressive to see that, you know. So, and we are very happy to to be to be in the industry. Yeah, and I know you're talking about the consistency of cigars and and the care that you all put into making these products. So, I want to talk about two products here today that are kind of recent releases from Drew Estate, and I have them here. Yes. Yeah, camera. Yeah, <laughs> so there it is. Undercrown 10 and the uh, 20 acre farm. So That's tell us about these two cigars and what makes them different from the other 
cigars in the Drew Estate portfolio? Absolutely, Antoine. Thank you so very much for the question. When it comes, I'm going to start with the one that we released last year, which was the Undercrown 10. And people ask, hey, so what's the difference between the regular Undercrown and the Undercrown 10? Well, it's a huge difference because it's not just the story of the Undercrown. It's not just the tobaccos that we use. It's not just the strength that you're going to experience from that cigar, the flavors that you're going to get out of it. But to start off, people, for the people that have never tried Undercrown, the first Undercrown was released back in 2011, and it was the regular Undercrown Maduro. It was, and it is, because still moving very well, a medium body cigar. This one, the Undercrown 10, is a medium to full. We use high priming tobaccos in the wrapper, which is San Andres Mexican wrapper. We use a broad leaf binder that comes from the state of Connecticut. And in the filler, the tobaccos come from Nicaragua. So the tobacco, once you get that tobacco in your hand, and once your palate start to experience that amazing smoke, what you're going to get out of every single puff, Antoine, is going to be hot Mexican chocolate. Oh, just like that. Hot Mexican chocolate from the beginning to the end is a beautiful cigar, medium to full. If you are a fan of Undercrown, you know Undercrown is a medium body. You got the Undercrown shade, which is mild to medium. You got this Undercrown Sunground, which is medium plus. But the Undercrown, uh, the, that's the Undercrown Sunground. The Undercrown 10 is a brand that pays the tribute of Undercrown because Undercrown has been in the market for 10 years. And Undercrown came to the market to stay. And we are so grateful uh, for everybody that have had the opportunity to try the Undercrown. And from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank all the Undercrown fans up there. Because the Undercrown 10 is for you guys. So it's a cigar that has a lot of stuff. Not just the presentation of the cigar. Is the, the experience that you're going to have once you smoke that cigar down. So we got different sizes when it comes to that. But the one that you're going to get for sure is the Undercrown 1020. And people are going to go, well, people are going to ask, yo, what the, I don't want to curse in your beautiful show. <laughs> I shouldn't ask that one first. But people will ask, hey, so what the heck is 20? What 20 is? 20 is as the land that we use in Nicaragua. And it's a slang that every Nicaragua use, which is 20 means great, means good. So Antoine, if people ask you, hey, so how you been, brother? You say, I'm, I'm doing 20. Oh, everything is all 20, you know, and everything is going to be 20. So 20 is what we use in Nicaragua. And that's my event only cigar. And you're going to get those two beautiful masterpieces and a beautiful coffin. Say the Undercrown 10 and the 20. And that's the one that you should get. But how you can get it is by attending to my event. So if you go to www.drewstate.com, go to the event uh, link, and you will see all the events that are not just me that I'm doing the events, but the events that our territory managers are doing all over the country. By the way, shout out to them. Great people. Amazing sales force. Uh, back over there in your home state, North Carolina, Wilmot Fall. Uh, yeah, so we, we do events pretty much every day the events that are taking place all over the country and the beautiful thing when you come to the event you you don't know the new thing that you're going to try and the new then the new thing that you're going to love that's what Drew Estate is all about now the other one is the 20 acre farm mm -hmm. 20 acre farm that was a cigar that we released uh last December 
That was that's a cigar that pays the tribute to this beautiful boutique tobacco farm in Clearmore, Florida. By the way, that's where the barn smoker is taking place. So over there in that cigar brand, what we uh, uh, what we use, we use the, a beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper that comes from Ecuador. We use a Honduran binder, and we use tobaccos that come from Nicaragua, and of course, tobaccos that come from Florida. So this cigar is a medium body. It's not mild. It's not a mild cigar, even though they has the Connecticut shade wrapper. It's not a mild cigar. It's not even a mild to medium. It's just a beautiful medium body, uh, what we call a Drew Estate, a super premium traditional brand. Similar to Liga Privada, but of course, Liga Privada is a Maduro cigar, medium to full. This one is just a medium body with a very refined flavor. Beautiful uh, aftertaste in your palate. And 20 Acre Farm has been performing really well. And I want to thank our retailers for embracing the brand, our end consumer for giving a try to the 20 Acre Farm. And on top of that, all the events that we are doing, Antoine, we got this beautiful uh, swag. And I think that you got one of those, right? Maybe if you show these people the kind of swag that they are, gonna, that they are going to win today, that will be great for them to see. Is that right? I was about to say, that would be a great segue. So <laughs> as a little segue... So March 25th was the two anniversary, second anniversary of Deep Cuts. So we used to do Deep Cuts all on Instagram Live. And then we switched over last year to doing it in this format. So to celebrate that, Pedro hooked us up with some swag. Um, so this 20 acre swag, and I'm going to show it to you all now. Ooh. <laughs> What you see on the screen is some, like I said, great 20-acre swag. You have a cigar leather case. You have an ashtray. You have a lighter. You have fancy little cigar cutters, not your typical, you know, guillotine cutter, but little scissors. And uh, you also have the little Drew Estate cigar holder, which I know has become like little collector's items. I saw people on Instagram, uh, I think last week, trying to trade each other to get these little cigar uh, rests or holders. So what I'm doing this year is since it's the second anniversary of Deep Cuts is I'm giving away with Pedro's help, two of these. And I know that there are gonna be people who are watching this in playback mode and I wanted to give them a chance to also win this. So here's what you have to do. All you have to do, <laughs> Go to Instagram. There's two accounts. My account, personal account, which is editor, period, read, and deep underscore cuts underscore live. Go to those accounts. Follow them. Second, I'm a fan of Pee Wee Herman. And on his show back in the 80s, he used to do this little thing with the password or secret word of the day. So in the comment section, you, you need to find that uh previous picture so that find that picture right there and what you need to do is comment my man pedro <laughs> that's right <laughs> and tag a friend and that's it and you're entered so you could go you can just comment on one of those one of those accounts listed there or both if you come on both that's two entries if you comment on one that's one entry 
Um, I'm running this giveaway through April 7th, and two winners are going to be chosen, one from the editor period read account, the other one from the deep underscore cuts underscore live account. Um, winners are going to be chosen randomly. It's pretty easy to enter. There's no purchase necessary. You need to be in the U.S. You need to have a U.S. shipping address. I can't send overseas. <laughs> it just won't make sense right now. Um, like I said, one winner is going to be chosen randomly from these two accounts. Um, and uh, Instagram is not affiliated with this giveaway. And the giveaway items were supplied by Pedro and Drew Estate. So I think right. that takes care of all the legal things. It's a pretty simple giveaway. Just go on Instagram, follow Editor Read, follow Deep Cuts Live, comment my and Pedro is the password, and tag a friend, and that's it. And then Same. you can get, and then you can possibly win uh, these swag items. Which, like I said, it's it's not Drew Estate doesn't spare any expense of these little swag items. Like I don't know if people can see this, but. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. Oof. Exactly. And like, if you just like picture your little cigar. <laughs> just like that. I mean, look at that. <laughs> look at that. I'm that being amazing. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> and I have like the ashtray here. I just want to show people what this thing looks like. I mean, this is a pretty big thing. I think it's as big as my head. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's so, a nice one. This is a, a pretty nice ashtray. So, again, you just go. I'm trying to pose with it. <laughs> you just go. Instagram. Like I said, Instagram has the same instructions there. Or you could play this part back. It'll be on Facebook Live or Facebook. And uh, it'll also be on YouTube if you want to play this back to figure out how to enter. But you have until now and basically until next Thursday to, to enter. And I'll announce the winners on uh, next Friday. So April, 7th, April 8th. Is when the winners will be announced. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I think that's a, a great little giveaway, and like I said, and hopefully it teases people to sign up for the barn smoker events, but to also go to the Drew Estate website and click on the events tab and find an event where you or any of the other territory managers are going to be at, because a Drew Estate event is a Drew Estate event, so it's all going to be fun, whether you it's the barn smoker or an in-store event, and now that things are sort of getting better with the COVID thing is a great time to get back into your local tobacconist, your brick and mortar and show them some love as well. And um, yeah. So. Absolutely, man. Yes, that's right. So if you have the opportunity, if you have, if you were crying during 2020, 2021, well, you got no excuse because you can go out nowadays, you know? So towards the end of the show, what I always like to do is give uh, some good advice to people. Um, and I like for you to give them that that advice. Okay. So in, in your case, you work at Drew State and you work with the mastermind that is Jonathan Drew, who is uh, obviously a market disruptor. So for all of those people out there who are, you know, they might not work in the cigar industry. They might, you know, be a writer or they might, you know, do sales or whatever they do for their profession. What's mm -hmm. your What's your one big tip for them to be a market disruptor? What do you have to do? That's a good question, Brent. Really, really, really good question. I always say, find what you love. If you find what you love and your heart is in it, everything is going to follow. So, you know, everything that can, uh, can 
show you where the passion is, do it. And don't be the miss or Mr. If, you know, don't be afraid because, you know, like uh, when it comes to changes and challenge, you never know what you're going to be capable of. And you said you, you had to learn how to sell stuff, which I think if you watch Deep Cuts or you see me doing um, <laughs> pop up on other people's podcasts, I always say, one of the things I can't stand is having to sell something, but I'll read about it. All the time. <laughs> I think it's just the hardest thing for me to like try to 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 sell something to somebody. So we all and, and but my philosophy is in some way, shape or form, we're all salespeople. We're all trying to sell an idea or a product specifically. So everybody is a sale is a, a salesperson to some degree. Right. Oh, yeah. Is, Every day you are selling yourself. Exactly. Seriously. Every day you are selling yourself. And you know, Antoine, for people, I mean, people follow your show and everything. It would be great to let everybody know what you do uh, for uh, in this in the cigar media. Because everybody in the industry know you, you know, and that would be great for people to kind of hear those words from, from you. Yeah, well, my main nine to five is is a writer. <laughs> and But also on top of being a writer, I'm also into the, uh, I guess my, you could say, the digital marketing. So the magazine that I work for, I put out, I'm responsible for creating the content. So I'm also a content creator. So creating written form content, which is completely different from what we're doing now. So written form content is like how to write a headline to make it catchy, how to make, you know, how to convey something that's very complicated sometimes, or that's bad news to some people, how to communicate that in a non-biased Kind of way so mm -hmm. my profession is journalism and it's actually my degree was in visual communications but i also do written form and everything else in journalism so every day i'm trying i'm turning out stories whether it's about somebody's new product released or a coming and going in terms of an employers or just a story on a new company that's what i'm doing like day after day that's beautiful man that is amazing because you know what? Let me tell you something. The other day I was watching this interview uh, with uh, Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. and he said, you know, everything that I have done, you know, when I started my company, one thing that I did, it was taking communication classes. And actually, I think that he got a degree from that. Because you can have beautiful ideas, but if you don't know how to communicate them, people don't, they're not going to know how to execute them, you know. So what you guys do, the, the coverage that you do for, for the industry as a whole, Antoine, it is amazing. And, and congratulations, bro, because you put your heart into it in every single word that you write uh, when you are doing, you know, your, 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 your work. It's amazing, my friend. It is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I try to convey things and do it in a non-biased way. So... I try not to make put my opinion in it, which is hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then sometimes I, I see something and I'm like, I start typing and I'm like, delete because it's like my opinion, and I don't, I want people to get the, the hardcore facts so that they can understand. And I think that's a big part part of the communication is how do you convey? You have to know when your opinion is needed versus when you need to just display the facts. And I'm sure you all at Drew Estate. You and Joe and Jonathan, Drew and Raph, 
everybody who's involved <laughs> knows, like I said, how important the communication and this getting the word out is. So That's I think great. we all do the same thing in completely different ways. Yep. That is so true, man. That is so true. Very nice. That was a really good question right there. So what <laughs> would be now if I ask you that question to you, what will be your answer? Bro, you have what? yeah, the question that you just asked me about what will be a tipping uh, a tip that you can give as advice for somebody that wanna uh, start something. Oh, if they want to start something, well, first of all, you have to really know what you want to start. And uh, it goes back to my conversation on deep cuts that we had, uh, maybe not this past Tuesday, but last week when we were talking about uh, with uh, Jonas from Blackbird Cigar Company, we we're saying you have to figure out your why. And I think you, the why has to, like, you may have an idea. I want to sell, I want to make clothes or I want to make shoot design shoes or I want to have my own cigar company. That's great. And then it's like, why do you want to do that? And so many people, they don't go far enough with that question. So they always say, I want to start so-and-so company because I want to make money. I want to make a million dollars. Well, why do you want to make a million dollars? And that stumps them a lot of times. And it shows that they haven't really thought out the plan. Like you may want to make a million dollars because you want to support your family, or you may want to make a million dollars because you want to buy, you know, a house somewhere where, you know, along the lake that, you know, that every day you wake up, you look at the lake and it just makes you happy or something like that. Or you may want to make a million dollars so that you can give it all away. Like you have to know your why though. And I think a lot of people, no matter what you want to do, whatever business or profession you want, you have to figure out that why, because just going to work to, to make a paycheck or to earn a paycheck, I should say, is probably not a good enough reason for a lot of people because you can end up being pretty miserable. Um, and it's something great that I learned that I heard today when I was uh, listening to a podcast is that you're never too old to start or to go after something that you want to do. Like you could be, you know, when you're 20 years old, you think 30 is old. <laughs> then when you get 30, you're like, 30's not old, now 40's old, and so on. <laughs> so you, you could be 40 years old, you could be 60 years old. You, like, you could have success. And I think it's just a matter of, like I said, figuring out that why, which is usually your passion, and it goes beyond a monetary amount. So if you can figure out the why and what you want to do and pair those two things together, then the end result is going to be magical, I think, and it's going to be impactful, and people are going to follow what you do. And I think wow. to, to kind of end things for today, I think if you look at what Drew Estate, how it started off is just, you know, the, the whole story, the start off as a kiosk in a World Trade Center with Jonathan Drew and the the years that he probably, you know, a normal person probably would have said, I think this is it. We're going to quit, you know, sleeping on the factory floor, you know, the things going bad, like the certain brands not making it. And he's done speeches about this before. And you can find those online where he shares what that story is. But, you know, you just have to keep going because it's usually when you think you're at your breaking point, I found it's like when you kind of break open and really come towards something that's awesome and that other people are going to like. So looking at the whole span of the history of Drew Estate, you know, that's a good, like I said, that's a good note to end on because the Drew Estate started off as just like this little idea that Jonathan Drew was kicking around and 
look at what it is today. So you never know how crazy a crazy idea might turn into a big business. That also gives back because I know that Drew Estate also gives back a lot to the communities that oh, yeah. is weighty is, whether it's in Wynwood or Nicaragua or wherever. So that's, right. that's a lot of the story that we still have to uncover and, and tell on deep cuts and all the other media. But um yeah. <laughs> I that really is amazing. Wow man. Thank, thank you so very much for that beautiful compliment. Oh yeah. Because, you know you you have covered many different cigar companies. And you see the difference between, you know, from from different companies, you know, up there. And thank you so very much for saying that. So no, thank, thank you, you so very much. Like I said, I want to thank Pedro for coming on today and staying on with us for a whole hour and four minutes. So <laughs> of stuff. And we have so many people who are commenting and watching. And I know tomorrow morning when this gets reshared, as it usually does, throughout the, the various Facebook groups, people are gonna watch and they're gonna love what they uh, hear and what they listen to. And I know there's people who are gonna be just listening to this on the audio format. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Um, Pedro, as what I like to do for, for, before we sign off is tell people the different Instagram accounts they should follow to get more information about your estate and also what, what Instagram account to follow for you. Absolutely, my friend. Thank you so very much for that time. And everybody up there, so when it comes to Drew Stay, follow Drew Stay Facebook. We got a beautiful page at Drew Stay. We also have a beautiful cigar group that is called Drew Stay. Uh, go to www.drewstay.com. Sign, uh, si sign in for the newsletter that you're going to get every week. That's where we announce all the major events that are taking place. That's where we announce the beautiful things that are happening in the company. Uh, when it comes to my social media, yeah, you can find me at Drew Estate Pedro, easy breezy. Or you can find me, well, Drew Estate Pedro or on Facebook. Uh, wait a minute, let me see what my Facebook is. It is uh, Pedro Gomez. I think it's Pedro Gomez Rodriguez because, you know, when I, yeah. that was a time that Facebook find out. Yeah, Pedro Gomez Rodriguez. <laughs> that was a time that Facebook find out that the only thing what I do in social media is just you know, promoting cigars, telling people about cigars and Drew Estate and everything. So they switch my personal profile Facebook account, not a page, but they kind of said, hey, you know, you can like, like they literally throw me Pedro Gomez Rodriguez. <laughs> so I have it before like Pedro Gomez Drew Estate. So, but in the, at the end of the day, I just want to thank everybody. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Antoine. Thank you so very much for having me on your show. This one is a beautiful show for everybody to watch, for everybody to listen to, because when it comes to the cigar industry, we learn every day and we learn from everybody. So everybody should follow Dick Caps, uh, my man Antoine right here. Uh, beautiful thing when it comes to the cigar industry. And I want to thank everybody, all retailers and consumers up there. Thank you so very much for the love. For people that have been tuning with us right here on Facebook. So I want to give a very big shout out to Rick, Carol, Al Rishol, Kara Coleman. Thank you so very much for tuning with us. We got Boyer Elin. He's tuning in from the Netherlands. Uh, we also have uh, Rich Light tuning in from San Jose, California. We also have other people that are tuning in from Kentucky. We got people that have been tuning in from different places. So I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. 
uh, Drew Stay for Life. God bless everybody. And I can't wait to see you at the Florida Barn Smoker or any other Barn Smoker that you want to attend to or any cigar event that you want to attend to. So thank you, Antoine, for having me. Thank you so very much, my friend. Thank you. And like I said, and thank everyone for watching. Uh, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, make sure you hit that like button or the follow button, whichever one is on the platform, uh, to be informed of any time we go live with new content. Uh, we try to do at least one show a week. Um, lately, we've been doing two shows. So next week is a brand new month. We have two new shows. I think we have Omar from Fratello Cigars on Tuesday, and we have John Huber from Crown Heads on Thursday at a very special time. You'll see it on face on Instagram and Facebook, what time uh, those shows are scheduled for. Uh, and if you want to see any of the other past Deep Cuts shows, it's pretty easy. All you do is go to deepcutslive.com and all 76 episodes are on there. This is episode 77. So um, you can watch it, you can listen to it, however you prefer to consume your content. It's there. We're working on getting transcripts up from all the different shows. That's going to take a little while, but uh, they'll be up there eventually. Um, and like I said, thank you for watching and I'll look forward to uh, having you all back here next week and seeing you out in a while. So thank you, Pedro. Thank you, everybody. For Have a good night or a good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. <laughs> and until next time. Absolutely. Until next time. <laughs>